0: Welcome to the Beanball, the most exciting podcast about the most boring sport. My name is Joey Price.
1: And my name is Brady O'Callaghan.
0: And we are your co-hosts on this sea of baseball. <laughs> yep. Not, uh, co-
1: not co-captains. <laughs> no, we're co-hosts. still co-hosts. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, we're not in charge of the ship, but if there's a hosting gig, we do do it. Uh, We're joined today by our good friend and baseball fan, Mark Dowling. Hello, Mark. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Uh, Mark is uh, basically a lifelong baseball fan, right? Yeah. And uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit, and we're going to talk about some uh, documentaries that we watched recently. Uh, Yeah, it's the
1: holiday season. People are going home, um, spending time with family, probably... Won't have much to do. Uh, and so I know that I always like to get a little Netflix in.
0: Yeah, Netflix and uh, chill with your family. Do yeah. you do you,
2: <laughs> do you guys have your own Netflix accounts or do you use somebody else's password?
1: Um, my girlfriend has her own. I'm uh, trying to get her to get rid of it because we, we know people with passwords.
0: Sure, yeah. We We have our own and we probably could get rid of it. What about you? I have my own. Wow. You know, the three of us (laughs) just went in on one. Just uh, went in on one together. Sponsor
1: us, Netflix. I
0: don't know why more people
2: don't do that. Yeah. It's also like, they've seven bucks a month.
0: I know, but yeah. Yeah. They win. They've won this time. Although they're in a ton of debt, so who knows? Yeah. Uh, Truly.
1: Uh, So we're going to be talking about uh, two documentaries. One, Screwball. Um and the other the battered bastards of baseball, um
0: both but, of these are available on Netflix. Yeah, so you should watch them uh, this holiday season. Both worth watching. Absolutely, and we'll yeah, we'll I get into
1: so. it. Yeah, but first, Mark, uh, tell us a bit about your background with baseball. What? How did you come to love it?
2: So I think yes, basically my whole life I've been a fan of baseball. I think it just came from like my grandfather. Uh, and so he was a Mets fan, so that means I'm burdened with being a Mets <laughs> fan as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're from Queens, so we went to a lot of games at Shea Stadium, what it was back then, and then at Citi Field as well. Um, so that was kind of the neighborhood, was a, a, Mets, uh, a Mets fans, And uh, I played Little League for like 13 years or something like that. Damn. Um, and so I just loved baseball. Yeah. Nice. Third base. Third
0: base yeah. the hot corner the hot corner very hot corner Yes. Yeah. Nice. um you brought with you today a your score card you That's keep right. score when not every game you go to but a decent amount
2: no uh, usually so the ones you'll see in here that are like half finished are the games that i was at because it's very antisocial to like keep going so like that one mm-hmm. i i stopped after a couple innings because people show you know you want to hang out with your friends and then like go get food it's very odd to just like sit there and uh, uh keep score <laughs> but uh when i'm at home I'll, I'll do that i'll watch the games
0: and i'll do it that's nice yeah that sounds i should start doing that yeah that sounds like nice, so pleasant yeah like therapeutic activity to do while you're watching a game yeah uh what what do you like about keeping score i like that it's something to
2: do while watching the game because the games are long i don't know it keeps you occupied it keeps you interested i mean there's like, I could go back and tell you, like, <laughs> on uh, April 14th, you know, Conforto hit a home run in the uh, sixth inning. But there's no reason for me to do that, <laughs> to, like, go back and cite things. But I can look, you know, and see what happened in what games. Um, I don't know. But I'm not, like, a sports cat. Like, that would be useful. They do that during the games. I don't really know if it's necessary for them to, like the commentators. But they all keep their own scorecards.
0: Um. It, do you have any, like, uh, really complicated one that you've had to deal with? Um, yeah, like, if
2: a play like that happens, and then you have to, like, sit and figure out what makes sense for you to... Like, this one is, like, a weird... Fielder's choices are, are like, weird to score, like, there. Because if there's, like, a double play where do you put that out, do you put it on the batter or the person who was thrown out? Oh, yeah. So I think that's the preference of whoever's doing it. Right. So it is a little complicated in that way, but... Uh yeah, and then if something is scored a base hit or an error like you know, sometimes they get it wrong. Right, right. So
0: Well folks, if you're looking for some math to do while you watch <laughs> baseball Yeah, we can do have, a lot We got the hobby for you.
1: <laughs> I love it. I really do wanna learn how to do that. I know I've said it on here multiple times, but um yeah. Maybe you'll have to show me how to do that. We'll yeah. watch a game. Sure. That'd yeah. be great.
0: It's I haven't done it in years. But I think once you learn it, you can like pick it back up pretty quickly because right. it is pretty intuitive.
1: Mm-hmm. Nice, cool. It's exactly like um, note- notating what happens when someone rides a bike.
2: Yeah, if you're, <laughs> it's God. It's exactly uh, like that. Uh, okay.
1: All right. Should we talk about <laughs> these documentaries?
2: No, I want to talk more about the notating. <laughs> uh,
0: okay. So the first one we're going to talk about is Screwball. Screwball. Oh, anybody take a note of who made these movies? Uh,
1: No, but I can Google it real quick. Um, I should have done that. Um, I honestly just Googled it to see if there was like a sub, um, a subtitle on it. Because it truly is, it's called Screwball, but it's like the story of one um, uh, air quote doctor. Um, providing so, so that guy, drugs.
2: that guy is the screwball. Yeah, who knows?
0: I don't know. I don't know if it's supposed to be about. I don't know if the title is may is not necessarily supposed to be referencing him, but maybe just like that whole the whole saga, mm-hmm. being yeah. screwy. If you
2: could rename this movie, what would you
0: call it? I'd call it, um, "Everybody Is Bad." <laughs> Yeah. Everyone is bad in this movie. Right. There's no one no one to root for. Yeah, ex- except maybe like there's the... like that one FBI agent?
2: No, but he was a dirty cop. Oh right, he was. Yeah, and he wasn't FBI, he was Department of
0: Health. Oh, you're right, Department <laughs> of Health. But yeah, that's right. He wasn't Yeah, prior to that he was a, I forgot yeah. about that.
2: He got demoted or transferred to Department of yeah. Health
0: because he assaulted and stole
2: money. Yeah. As a cop.
1: Yep. That's right. He was bad. If I had to rename it, I uh, I might call it Miami Vice.
2: Okay, that's pretty oh, good. I think that's taken. I think somebody used that already.
1: By another... Was it about this? I think it was a TV show. Because it's the perfect it was... name for this. Yeah.
0: Uh, 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 okay, so this movie is about uh, the... Oh, yeah, who's it by?
1: Directed by Billy Corbin. C-O-R-B-E-N.
0: From the Smashing
1: Pumpkins? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, uh,
0: no. Um, uh, so it's about uh the kind of uh steroids, it, mostly Alex Rodriguez's like steroids saga, uh, and this fake doctor who was kind of at the forefront, kind of doctor in quotes. Yeah, not really I, fake I, doctor, but doctor in quotes. It's complicated. Yes, gang. he got his medical license in. Um, B- Bolivia? Bolivia, I think. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, which I guess is like maybe an easier place to get your medical I think license. He got it in two years, right? <laughs> so he can't. So he practices in the U.S., but there are things that he cannot do. Well, he be- cannot practice at all. Oh, right. In America. Right, but he can kind of do stuff and call himself a doctor.
2: He can't call himself a doctor. I mean, I guess anybody can call himself <laughs> a doctor. That was part of it. Is that he just implied that he was a doctor by printing that on his laptop. oh right, yeah,
0: but his father, his father was, was a, doctor, a doctor, yeah, and so his father could prescribe things right, and they use that in this kind of uh like wellness mm-hmm. practice, I suppose, is what you would call it they
1: right? they frame it as the anti aging yeah. industry, which was very big in Florida, um just you know people get older they get less strong and in shape um but it is uh, they were talking a lot about like the vanity culture down there um and so it was a big booming industry
0: yeah so his name is Bosch Tony and Bosch Tony Doc, Bosch Dr Tony and he's um he's a strange guy
2: yeah he's uh i my main question was why does he think he's part of the documentary because it's unclear he's not it it doesn't seem like he realizes that he's the bad guy in the situation
0: yeah i don't know if maybe it's to he thinks maybe it'll help like clear his name or something like that or give him a little bit of sympathy he's trying so hard to come off as like a cool guy
2: yeah and he's i don't know how old he is but he's like 60s maybe something like that.
0: I mean, Uh, here's what this this documentary. I will say, I mean, he doesn't look great, but like Major League Baseball and A Rod look terrible too. Yeah, and I think that that element of it was maybe not part of the original story as much. I mean, I guess A Rod was a little bit for sure. Mm -hmm. He was suspended and stuff, but Major League Baseball, I don't remember like coming across as. Kind of gross until I watched this. Movie. Yeah, it
1: was like they were bringing you know these guys to justice, right?
0: And no, they were just as bad as those guys were. Yeah.
1: Here's what I'll say about Tony Bosch. He, he charmed me.
0: He charmed you? <laughs> he with, really with his, did.
2: With his men's warehouse. But yep. <laughs> three buttons undone. <laughs> it's the most
1: Miami looking dude yeah. in the world. And you know what? I think he like. Yeah, he, he definitely does not come across as a good guy. He, like, did a bunch of bad stuff. Um, but he also, like, it kind of seemed like he went, he did his time in prison. Uh, he was a- a- apologetic, at, at least in the one clip towards the end. <laughs> um, uh, although we we know that he's, he's not different at all um, because of uh, him trying to open up like a, a supplement store and teach kids about mm-hmm. <laughs> wellness at the end. Hey, sp- spoiler, I guess. Um, but yeah, anyways, this guy um, started um, getting uh, essentially, a, like, essentially like a drug dealer uh, to provide um, testosterone uh, to him and he would uh, inject it into his client's Um, and hey gang, this stuff works.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, I like non, non sports people start using it. And then I was kind of like, oh, is this bad in a non sports sense? Like, is it okay if the
1: entire time I was thinking I should get some testosterone injections?
0: Yeah. Well, I think it's maybe the
2: HGH. That's like the bad one. Right. I mean, it's, I guess it could all be harmful to you if not used properly, but. That could be anything as yeah.
0: well. Um, we've buried the lead here in terms of how this movie tells its story. Oh, right. With, with through the like flashbacks. And yeah, through children. Yeah, drunk it, history for, for kids <laughs> yeah, exactly. in a way. <laughs> yeah, it basically all the reenactments are done by children who are mouthing the lines of dialogue while there's some voiceover that is saying the lines of dialogue.
1: And we should say... It is never explained. It is never set up. It is just done it is immediately. Just done.
0: And I cannot say I understand it on a thematic mm. level.
1: I think it, I
0: think it's just a choice.
1: It's <laughs> definitely just a choice.
2: <laughs> right. It's not that dark of a subject where you have to be like maybe that was the intention is like having kids do this sort of lightens the mood a bit. Yeah. But it's already done in a very
0: lighthearted way. Yeah. There's also a lot of weird like editorializing throughout the movie too.
1: Oh yeah. They pick uh anytime they like bring up a stock photo of someone that they don't like, clearly, they pick the worst photo possible of that person. <laughs> yeah. And I loved
0: that. And there's something about like George W. Bush and they're like the second worst president in United States history or uh-huh. something like yeah, that. Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> Which is like, I don't disagree, but it's just kind of so strange to see yeah. in a documentary.
1: Yep. Um, I will say that I think the kids, uh, reenacting, uh, things paid off for me in sort of like the end when they were like wrapping up and they just like took the kids out of costume and had them playing baseball. I was like, yeah, this is a game. Mm -hmm." Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's supposed to be fun and playful and like everybody's ruining it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, for sure.
1: Um, you... Would love this documentary um, if you are one of those true crime sort of nuts. Because it is definitely a story of that.
0: Yeah, for sure. It is it is like a fun kind of suspenseful story. It's kind of got like some Coen Brothers-esque-ness to it. Where like everybody, is, everybody thinks they're very smart and like getting away with something here. And they're all complete idiots that don't know how to... like do anything
2: but there's also this weird circle of people who end up setting up that guy porter Mm -hmm. there's this weird thing where you don't know who's exactly behind it but everybody is kind of like screwing him over um and i didn't know how much a rod was involved in that he was like the puppeteer for all these people
0: yeah there's basically this one guy that gets his hands on documents that guy is a maniac he
1: he is one of the great tragic characters it's of so sand, all It's so
0: sad Yeah, away. it is. And basically like the people kind of coming after him for these documents is like, uh, very fascinating and sad. And, um, uh, but yeah, it's kind of from all these different angles, pe- people going after it and stuff. Cause A-Rod wants it. Major league baseball wants it. The health and human services guy wants it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's a it's it's a bizarre story. Yeah, he just like
2: unbe- this guy's name is Porter uh and he was just unbelievably needy and gullible, which is like the perfect person to be in in the middle of this. Like and he could be manipulated by anyone. And yeah. that's why he was in that position.
1: Besides this, his like defining characteristic is that he's obsessed with tanning.
2: Oh my God! He he calls himself a professional tanner.
1: Uh huh. <laughs> yep. Um. I. Yeah. I don't know. I think this the documentary as a whole uh, is is so fun, and it's truly it's a roller coaster. You're like, wow, surely it won't get crazier than this, and it absolutely does. Yeah. Um. I yeah. I think it was really really well done.
0: Yeah, it's absolutely worth a watch. There you. At first, I thought I was like, "This kid thing is gonna drive me crazy mm-hmm. and then at a certain point, I was like, all right i'm I'm in It's just like weird enough that I kind of bought into it, I guess um, yeah, it's absolutely worth watching. yeah,
2: I agree. hell yeah
0: hey, check it off the list, everybody.
2: but it is also I will say I had a trouble watching it because it was so infuriating. yeah. Compared to the other one, yes, I watched that one first, and it was like, oh, that was so easy to watch. That yes. was fun, and then this one is like, I don't. There's nobody to root
0: for. Yeah, there's nobody to root for. It's a little bit anxiety-producing, um, because everybody, it's kind of like got some cringy, I guess moments of Mm -hmm. it
2: that i mean the interview he does with uh is it pedro gomez is that the Uh guy yeah uh that's just he like says he he agrees to do an interview like they're drinking in a bar or something and he's like yeah i'll do an interview with you you know you'll get your interview and i'll get to clear my name and then they do the interview and the guy tony is just so sweaty and he does not answer any question he just says no comment yeah to every
1: yeah but it was brilliant because his entire strategy with that was like, yeah, I want to go on publicly and say, like, I'm not going to give any answers um, and just say, like, yeah, uh, Major League Baseball has not reached out to me, but, like, they will reach out to me. Uh, like, if they do, I will cooperate. Fifteen minutes later, they do. Of mm-hmm. course. Yeah. That was me thinking, wow, this guy's a horrible mess. But that was
0: smart. Yeah. Uh, Yes. It's, uh, it's very fun.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think it it also had me thinking more and more about like uh, performance enhancing drugs um, uh, in baseball. And I, yeah, I I don't think they're good, but I totally understand why uh, people do them. Especially if like you're a young person in the minors that's trying to break it into the bigs. Uh, the I mean, pay disparity between those two things is outrageous. Uh, once you make it to the major leagues. Conceivably, you could be making a lot of money and be set. Um, but yeah, I think there's enormous pressure to be a star-star athlete. And
0: I get it. Yeah. uh, I guess I have like a, uh, I don't know, a moral-slash-legal question about something in this movie. This is a slight spoiler. Um, but Major League Baseball ends up buying these documents.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Is that... Like
2: okay, I think it's they didn't mention whether or not it was. I think it's incredibly immoral. I don't think yeah, that's, like, it's definitely under the table,
0: right?
1: It's yeah, like well, he's
0: isn't not, that kind of hiding evidence? But
1: uh, absolutely, that what is what
0: is their intention.
2: Their intention isn't to turn it over to the feds, right? Their it's intention keep, was
0: like yeah, to keep it under wraps and to like uh. Or uh, use, it as, evidence use it as evidence against A-Rod, England, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I did, like, that part of it surprised me that, I guess maybe, I don't know, they probably just gave up on it and, like, Major League Baseball is a big entity, so it was like, whatever. But, like, it's crazy to me that they spent hundreds of thousands of dollars to basically, like, keep evidence under wraps.
1: Yeah. It is also very infuriating, um, and I'm glad they pointed it out. The one person who actually, like, went down in this entire process was the lowest guy in the totem pole. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it was just a guy that they... The a guy
0: had, that they had, like, robbed something, right? Basically. Yeah,
1: break into a car and steal the documents yeah. at first. That guy went to prison. Yeah. But, like, the nobody from MLB who purchased, paid $100,000 for documents and then hid the evidence from, like, uh, the DEA or whatever... Yeah. That's horribly infuriating. <laughs>
0: yeah, yep. It's uh, it's interesting. It's crazy.
1: Um, I also, when the credits were rolling, I was like, "Damn, this is a funky song. What is this?" And Kristen's like, "This is Pitbull." <laughs> 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 so, yeah, just be wary for that.
0: Look out for that Pitbull. Song. I give this documentary five baseballs.
1: I yeah I echo that rating five baseballs for me. Mm.
2: I don't know the exchange rate between baseballs and stars, so mm-hmm. I'll g- I'll give it five baseballs. Yeah,
1: you heard it here, five baseballs. Fifteen baseballs. <laughs> yeah, fifteen total baseballs, which is yeah we're not sure.
0: Yeah, but that's how many for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely fifteen baseballs.
0: Um, okay, moving on to the next one. Yeah, let's do it. The other one that we watched is called The Battered Bastards of Baseball.
2: This one I love. It's I absolutely great. love this one.
0: This one is at least going to get five baseballs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't
2: want to, you know, uh, give my rating too early, but I'd say more.
0: This movie was by McLean Way and Chapman Way. Uh, it is also on Netflix, and it's about... Uh, The actor and baseball lover Bing Russell, who is the father of Kurt Russell, who Kurt Russell is in this movie a ton, Mm -hmm. who basically um, uh, starts like an independent team in Portland, Oregon in the 70s. Yep. And uh, kind of about the success of this team over a five-year period, and then about how Major League Baseball eventually got involved to get rid of this team. Yep.
1: Yep. Um, two
0: anti-major league baseball movies <laughs> that we're recommending
1: yeah for sure we should also mention that both of these uh, movies are like 80 minutes yeah each. very short yeah. They're, they're short and sweet they're easy watches yeah um here's something i just want to get out of the way right away name a bad bing you can't bing chandler well, I'm talking first. Crosby. Names.
2: Oh, I'm just listening off.
1: Oh, Bing Crosby is the best, dude. Yeah. Mainly, I I like Bing Crosby and Bing Russell so Could much. Could
0: you name a worse Bing? Oh
1: my god. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm sorry I brought it up too. <laughs>
2: uh. <laughs> so, uh, Chandler Bing Russell starts this <laughs> baseball team. He's he's like a successful actor like yeah 800 episodes or something on television yeah yeah
1: yeah he was like (sighs) played a sheriff on bonanza right he got it essentially started in hollywood because he could ride a horse um and like westerns and stuff were big and so he was like a pretty decent actor who could also ride a horse so he was booking
0: kurt refers to him as like a plumber actor Mm -hmm. where he just shows up and works basically which, which is great. Prior to moving to Hollywood, he had baseball aspirations. He was like mentored
2: by Lou Gehrig and uh, was that right and yeah and, um,
1: he like went to their like, like training eagles. facility yeah. Yeah. and just like hung out and watched and was obsessed and so he would like hang out uh, with the team. He s- started he was playing baseball and was good but took a fastball to the head. Um, which like ended his uh career. Yeah. Um, sadly. And so he m- moved into the movie business. Yeah, I know.
0: It's like, okay, from baseball to movies, sure. <laughs> like, okay. Is that your Forrest gump?
2: Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Well it was close. <laughs> the
0: movie business.
1: Uh-huh. Um yeah. And so uh w- to set it up a little bit more, the uh there was a minor league team in Portland um that like wasn't doing well at all. It was doing truly terrible, um, attendance wise, etc. And so they just decided to like shutter the franchise and like move it out of Portland. Um, and so Bing Russell was working on site in Portland, um, fell in love with the town and was like, Hmm, maybe I want to start uh, an independent baseball team. And so he bought essentially the franchise, um, and the like rights to the territory uh to play in that territory for $500. Mm-hmm. Um and then just like held open uh tryouts.
2: I think that's a really cool aspect of it of like just giving anyone a chance. Yeah. Um and I guess we'll talk about that later him giving like you know people who were shunned from baseball like their second chance or people who hadn't played
0: in years. Yeah, and one guy eventually goes back to the majors after he was in the majors, wasn't anymore. Jim team. Yeah, Yeah, and then ends up playing back in the majors at the end of it, which is cool.
1: Yeah. Um, So, yeah, guys travel from across the entire country. uh, Guys who, like, were overlooked or um, for one reason or another, maybe they were too old to, like, get any momentum behind them.
0: And this was at a time, too, where, like, there were independent teams in like the 50s and 60s I think but then they basically all of those were turned into league major league baseball affiliated teams so there really were zero independent teams right if so, you were if you wanted to play base professional baseball you had to make it onto a team affiliated uh, uh, with the majors and so this was like the only one that wasn't uh, affiliated with mm-hmm. with baseball mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, sorry. People people came all over the place. And- yeah,
1: and they uh, created this ragtag <laughs> yeah. bunch. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, the footage of the players and the team is just absolutely incredible. Yeah. I
2: love those uniforms. They're so just that bright red. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Yeah. All red pants too. Everything.
1: Yep. Yeah. They look incredible. They all have like wild facial hair mm-hmm. and like they're all scrappy chops. like
2: sliding into first base and like their motto is just like if you think you can get the base, just go. <laughs> there's yeah. No, yeah. There's just like no rules, uh, which I think made them succeed.
1: Yeah. They played recklessly and the very first game that they played, they were you know, they Kurt Russell was talking about it. He was like, Yeah, we have no idea. We could get totally blown out. Um the they pitcher pitched a no hitter their very first game and they went on a hot streak they were like uh had a like a game winning per- percentage of like 667 so like every 3 games they won two mm-hmm. yeah wild
0: yeah and they were playing because they were the only independent team they were basically in the league with uh other like double I don't know what was it, single A, double A teams basically. So they were playing minor league teams right. uh that were associated with the majors. Um
1: and just embarrassing them. Yeah. Yeah. And they so they built up this uh whole like community of uh like baseball fandom in Portland. Um, you know, they they before the Mavericks came onto the scene, they they struggled to get like twenty people in the seats. Um and then, you know, they just it had a bunch of guys who, you know, were like smoking cigarettes and having beer in the dugout. Um, you know, they all have paunches and they just did like crazy stunts. Um, to, like lighting the, the
2: broom on fire, uh-huh. like, yeah. like soaking. Uh, was it Todd Field was the bat boy and he, he would like soak the brooms in lighter fluid? Uh huh, yep, <laughs> and just travel with them,
1: <laughs> yep, so they could set it on fire to um, say that they were going to sweep them, yeah um incredible but and they built the town went nuts for it and they what? would like sell
2: out there's that like they they showed that clip of the players just going into the stands and sitting with the fans and, like shaking people's hands and and hanging out with them and like everybody knew the people on the team
0: yeah it was just really just like amazing community around this team basically it feels like what baseball should be yeah and yeah it's really cool oh one of
1: the best clips is there's like this older woman being interviewed, you know, this news guy is just like, oh, so why do you love this team? And she's like, well, they're just so, they're so good. They're just our hometown boys and they're the best baseball team in the world. And he just says, yeah, but they're kind of a ragtag bunch and everybody turns (laughs) on him in the crowd. They're just, no, no, no. How dare (laughs) you? And he just shrinks into himself. I love that. They really rally behind him.
0: Yeah. It was great. Yeah, it's a really really enjoyable watch. It's super fun. Uh Kurt Russell is like great. He's <laughs> interviewed a bunch in the movie and it's just great to listen to talk about this uh kind of the uh, the obvious affection he has for this too cuz he was I guess I don't know how old was he when like was 73, so yeah, so he was like 20 something, yeah, in his 20s. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it, hearing him kind of talk about his dad too is like really great. Mm-hmm. So,
1: Kurt Russell played on the team, right? Is, uh, yeah.
0: Oh, right, yeah, I totally forgot that,
1: which is fucking crazy. Yeah. Kurt Russell's the coolest person in the world, yeah. <laughs> you may you growing up the son of like this, uh, like respected but like so cool actor who just like barely cares a, a, about uh like any of the bullshit just loves baseball. Mm-hmm. Um Kurt Russell like as a kid was like Walt Disney's like favorite person in the world. starred in a couple of old Disney movies, then just, you know, w- went to college, played some baseball, then joined up in this professional baseball team. <laughs> went on to have an enormous acting career. <laughs> he's the coolest person in the world.
0: Yeah, he's great. Um yeah, and then eventually, of course, like Major League Baseball gets involved uh, with this because they are uh, they see that Portland is a uh, ripe town for having a baseball team, and so they then want to basically buy the rights back uh, from uh, uh, the Mavericks. Yeah, uh, in order to put in a different uh, minor league team in there and. So that kind of becomes like the second half of the movie and uh, And uh, what happens with that.
1: Major League Baseball also didn't like that uh, this scrappy team was just like showing up all of their players and just like really showcasing that um, they made mistakes.
2: Yeah, and they were sending players back down to keep the Mavericks from, from dominating they would just send their, like, good players down to the minor leagues to play them and beat them. Yeah,
0: it's really interesting because, like, minor league baseball does not matter at all in terms of who wins or who loses. Right. But, like, in this one case, they were like, okay, well, we got to do something about this. Well, that's this.
2: what they were saying is, like, the. I mean, yeah, the minor leagues are all about development and not about the sport. Yeah. Like, nobody cares. I guess that's all of baseball. Like, all of major league baseball is just about the development and making deals with these players. But, like, this team was the team that cared about baseball. Yeah.
1: It's amazing. It's I think it's really beautiful. Oh man, what I I took a photo uh while I was watching it of just like the one quote from uh Bing. Hey, let me bring that up if it's up here.
2: Was it when he said uh that's the way the pickle squirts?
1: <laughs> that one is also incredible. Yes. Yep. That's yeah, it was truly great. Um but he, this is a quote from him they display prominently. He says, I love the game dearly and wanted it to go back to the straw hat and beer days when 250 towns had minor league teams and most of them were not supported by a major league franchise. Oh, ain't that the freaking truth, yeah. man? Straw hat and beer days? Baseball? That's the dream.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. It's a nice uh, nostalgic look at it. At yeah. The game. And it, it, yeah, it does... Uh, and I've, I've felt this when I've gone to, like, uh, the, like, one independent game I've gone to, and even some minor league games where it's like, oh, yeah, this does feel a little bit more accessible to everybody mm-hmm. than, like, major league games, which can kind of feel a little bit cold sometimes and, like, uncaring. Um, Yeah.
1: I also want to mention how, I mean, being Russell just seems like the greatest guy. Mm-hmm. Um it's just so cool the choices that he made. Um one one of which he um hired a 21-year-old woman to be the general manager oh, right. of the yeah. Mavericks. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, he hired the first Asian American manager as mm-hmm. well, first Bat girl.
1: Yep. Yeah, what really a cool fucking dude. <laughs> yeah. He's amazing. Yeah, he is cool. Uh, yeah, and just like uh, hearing everybody talk about him, just like you can see how much they revere and respect him um, and just like how much they care about his opinion and no one else's. And you just, what a magnanimous person you'd have to be to have that effect on people. Yeah. I love him.
0: And like he kind of, even though the team ends up not being able to be in Portland anymore, like he... He kind of like proved his point. He kind of ends up winning a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, he wins a lot. I of mean, it. yeah, with, he, with he the... wins with like in a monetary sense. Yes, uh, but I think like yeah, he he kind of yeah he kind of comes out on top even though like it is at the uh, cost of like that team not existing. Well, anymore.
2: it proves that it's not the city that's a base that became a baseball city it's the team that that's why right. people were showing up to games was because they loved the team not yeah. because they're all of a sudden the city likes baseball
1: yeah immediately when the new team took over they averaged half as much attendance it literally cut the attendance in half crazy
0: yeah uh it's great great movie absolutely worth watching yep how I- many baseballs do you give it i'll give it six cleats
1: yeah, that uh, that sounds right to me. I think I'm going to give it 6 cleats.
0: I'll give it 6 cleats. Okay. That's 18 cleats.
1: Wow. 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 I don't know that we've ever had a baseball documentary get 18 cleats I before. I have never
0: heard that before.
1: Well, you heard it here first. <laughs> Truly that I, I I this is probably the best baseball documentary I've ever seen. Um and it Honestly, it's one of the best documentaries I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah. I just it's truly so enjoyable. Yeah. I can't recommend it enough. You have to watch this.
0: Yeah, you really do. If you don't care about baseball, you will still like this.
1: Mhm.
2: It's also incredible uh that he was offered how much was he offered for the team? I think he was offered like like 20,000 20, or something?
0: Yeah, 25,000, something like and that. And he asked for 200,000 <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> Uh huh. Yeah.
1: He had to go to court to like um, display how much value uh, the franchise had. And yeah. Major League Baseball was like, yeah, okay, sure. He yeah. should have yeah. asked
0: for more. Probably could have gotten more. He probably could have. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's it's invaluable. I see that number, like $200,000. I'm just like, he got ripped off. Mm-hmm. At the time, I'm sure it was like a ton of money. And but not like, to
0: mention that he bought the rights for $500. Right. Y- yep. <laughs> yep. Um, but, I mean, he then invested a lot, obviously. Um, yeah.
1: I, I really wish we could have more of this. It, it, just like more people like Bing Russell who love baseball um, in charge of baseball. Yeah. Because, uh, you know...
2: It's well,
0: there's doesn't Bill Murray own uh, a minor league. Team? Yeah, he's like a part owner of at least one or two teams, I think. But yeah, it's this weird thing where like, you know, uh, Major League Baseball essentially has a monopoly. Mm-hmm. You know, there are these independent leagues, but like they just can't really as it's structured now, like they can't really compete with. Major League Baseball because it's huge, and it's like the Major League Baseball has kind of the law on its side, you know. Right. Um, But yeah, I I I agree. Like, if if, yeah, if just some people were like, "Oh, I love baseball," like let's make a team. Let's make a team and just like figure it out. I think it would be great for the game.
2: Would you try out if there were a similar situation where they're like, we're having open tryouts?
0: Um, I would. I might. I would just to go these. Scared. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah, there's no fucking way I would ever be good, <laughs> good enough.
0: But I, they would I, but I you struggle would struggle
1: with a allowed... slow pitch softball. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm all I'm alright at slow pitch softball.
0: You're good. Yeah,
1: maybe I guess I would try out for <laughs> fast pitch baseball. Sure, no problem.
0: Would I, you try out Mark?
2: Yeah, I wouldn't be good, but I, I think it would be an experience. Like, if it's yeah. open, you it's m- just might as open. well just yeah. go and be like, yeah, I'll take a ground ball to the throat. <laughs> 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 I guess I would have to be laying on the ground for that to be- Yeah. <laughs> it could bounce That's, up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah you're definitely going to want to. Bad it.
0: hop right to the face.
1: Get a bad hop. Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, it's great. It's really great. Um. So, yeah, watch both of these. Uh, start with Battered Bastards. Mm-hmm. Because if you only have time for one of them, make that your priority. But they're both absolutely worth watching. Yeah,
2: that's the shorter one, and that's the one that's like 100% happy. Yeah. Like, it's it's all positive.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it's really great. I really enjoyed doing this. There's a bunch of baseball documentaries out there, so uh, we'll definitely do this again.
0: Yeah. Um, These two together, they averaged 5.5 baseball bats.
1: That's really good. That's really That's pretty
0: good. good. That's half a team. That's half a team. Half a team's worth of baseball bats. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Which unless isn't... they're sharing, I don't know.
0: Oh yeah, unless they're sharing.
2: Yeah, they might be sharing.
0: <laughs> would you share your bat?
1: Wow, this is a really is... good deep <laughs> question. I'm Is that I your baby?
2: Is it special to you? You know, some people name their bats.
1: I would never name my bat
0: yeah i wouldn't name it
1: i would share my bat but i i think i would need to to have uh my bat i don't know that i could just be like
0: yeah i don't know if anybody would i i that's how i feel too it's like i want my own bat though i don't want to share somebody's bat right yeah yeah. because it's more the person it's not even a matter of me sharing with somebody it's like why doesn't that person just get their own what don't they (laughs) want their own bat
1: yeah, it's a really good point.
0: Maybe they're in a rut or something, and you
2: know, baseball players will that, do anything. Yeah, you're
0: right. Then I would, yeah, I would definitely share my
2: bet. There was a game this season where Pete Alonso started the game with a mustache, and then a couple innings in, he shaved the mustache because he wasn't hitting. Did it
0: work out for him? I don't remember, okay. but it's a silly. Check thing. your scoreboard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, does it say on there where the mustache disappeared? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> there, yeah, there is a, a sign for that. Yeah, that you can write. Now that's Um, a
1: fielder's choice.
0: Okay. Mark, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Any final words before we depart?
2: Play ball. Okay. (laughs) You heard it.
0: (laughs) All right. Thanks,
1: everybody. Uh, Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Enjoy your streaming. Okay. We'll see you next time. (laughs) Bye.
0: The Beanball is hosted by Joey Price and Brady O'Callaghan. Our music is by Louis Aronowitz, and our logo is by Brad Mead. If you'd like to contact us, you can email thebeanballpodcast at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.